We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I am Kyle Madsen. I write about the 49ers over at NinersWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Joining me shortly is Chris Biederman. He covers the 49ers for the Sacramento Bee, and we're going to talk about cornerbacks. We were going to do this whole like split rookies and then free agents, and then what are they? Um, and in the midst of our kind of side conversation about it, it turns out that all of this stuff kind of mushes together. You can't talk about one without talking about the other. Ergo, here's the cornerback conversation. Hey, this is George Kittle, and you're listening to Candlestick Chronicles. So the 49ers don't have a first round pick in this year's draft and they're not going to have a ton of money to play with in free agency. But for the 26th straight year, cornerback is a need for the 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I mean, in, in fairness, in fairness. So, so I want to expand on that a little bit. So every team needs cornerbacks always. There's no team that looks at their depth of five or six corners and just like all of those guys are awesome. Every team, if they lose their top two corners or one of their top two corners or two of their top three, is going to struggle a little bit, I think. But I think the 49ers can definitely improve their depth. But this is a position that historically, at least under John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, they haven't invested a lot of money in or really premium assets. Um, but this year, once again, they're in a spot where I don't think they're going to trade up into the first round to get a corner, but you could see them addressing it either in free agency or in the draft or both. Right. And so how, how they got here, I think is worth pointing out because it started with 2017. They drafted Kella Witherspoon in the third round that obviously didn't work out. He didn't get a second contract here. Um, he's bounced around a little bit in 2018. They draft Tervarius Moore out of Southern Miss to be a cornerback. They play him at cornerback his rookie season and then realize that his best position is probably safety, which is where he played in college. Um, 
that same draft a couple rounds later after taking more they take dj reed in round five of course last year they end up cutting him in august thinking he would clear waivers because he's he's injured the seahawks pick him up he ends up playing for the seahawks and playing pretty well was that last year or two years ago and either way doesn't point stands they don't they need a corner because these guys aren't playing corner for them right now it was two years Um, ago two years ago okay so then in 2019, they go basically the entire draft without drafting a cornerback with the exception of Tim Harrison round six. He's been hurt after having a very long injury history at Virginia or at the University of Virginia. Um, in 2020, they don't have really any draft picks. They do not draft a cornerback. Uh, last year, realizing they have a very significant need at cornerback with Richard Sherman now firmly in the rear view. Um, they take two in Ambry Thomas and Diamondor Lenore, but it's very clear early on that neither are really ready to contribute. So what, what's fascinating about the cornerback position for the 49ers is they really have three guys essentially under contract. They have Ambry Thomas, Diamondor Lenore, and Emmanuel Mosley. Lenore and Thomas obviously are, are entering the second year of their four-year rookie contracts. And then you have Emmanuel Mosley, who's in the midst of a second year Uh, of his two-year contract so he's a free agent after the season um so yeah they need corners I would say they need a veteran I would say they probably should draft one or two um as Kyle drops his microphone thankfully he's muted and um but yeah like it it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if they they address cornerback in free agency and the draft right and ultimately I think what's going to determine whether or not they can add one in free agency is going to be how quickly they can get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo's contract. Right. Um, because as long as Jimmy Garoppolo's contract is still on the books, the 49ers are pretty limited with what they can do. I think they can clear about, you know, they can get to maybe the $15 million range in cap in cap room just through restructures. Um, and that's before potentially signing Lake and Tomlinson. That's obviously well before Nick Bosa and Debo Samuel signed their contracts, which will probably happen late in the summer. Um, but you're looking at a very tight window as long as Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the con- still on the books in terms of money that you have to spend. So, yeah, I think it's it's probably going to be another draft where they invest multiple picks in the secondary. Potentially somebody in the slot because you have Kwan Williams, who's a free agent and who's north of 30 now. Um, so it's. It's a very important spot. You could look at Ambry Thomas and Emmanuel Mosley and say, okay, like that's not the worst situation to have those two guys in tow going into the offseason, but you would love to upgrade or at least provide depth. Um, yeah. Maybe somebody who could start over Ambry Thomas, maybe a nickel corner who can come in and play uh, if you don't bring Kwan Williams back. Um, but that's certainly a position that that is worth highlighting this offseason. So we don't know exactly what Ambry Thomas is going to look like next year. He got a lot better when he did play toward the end of the season. So maybe he has his legs under him and he starts to play really well next year and just looks like a bona fide, like that guy is a starting NFL corner. And he had flashes of that for sure when he played, but did he play well enough down the stretch that you feel great about him being a for sure that's the guy starter? I don't think so. But to your point, at least I I think this is what you're getting at, if you go into the if you go into the season or into the off season with Ambry Thomas, Emmanuel Mosley, and then a third outside corner who might battle for the starting job, 
but if if that player gets outplayed by Embry Thomas, then great. Embry Thomas is is good and can play. And now you have better depth at worst. And then right. if not, you feel pretty good about Ambry Thomas as your third corner. Like, okay, he's a he's he's a backup for now. Yeah. And I think and that's that's I, I I say that under the with with the idea in mind of you know JC Jackson, Stephon Gilmore, these kind of these guys who might get a lot of money on the free agent market. I don't necessarily think the 49ers are in a spot where they're going to go chase one of those guys. A, because they historically have not done that, save for the Richard Sherman signing. And B, I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily the need as much as it is just getting more capable players on the depth chart. Yeah, I, I think ultimately what they need to do is avoid going into the season in the same spot that they did last year, where they basically went into week one with Josh Norman as a starter, or at least somebody you figured was going to play a lot. Um, Jason Verrett Jason. obviously gets gets hurt week one, tears his ACL. But they, I mean, the Niners had Josh Norman on the roster expecting him to play a lot. Like, that's why they got right. him. Yes. Okay, yes. Okay. Um, and then, you know, Josh Norman plays a lot, and then he plays himself out of the lineup eventually. Trey Kirkpatrick has to play because of injuries and depth issues. Like, you just do not want to have those depth issues because I think you could point to, really, aside from, you know, the offense not playing well, them turning the ball over, them not converting on third down, if you were to look at the defensive side of the ball, the first half of the season, cornerback is the glaring issue, right? The fact that Drake Kirkpatrick is giving up that go-ahead touchdown on a ball that should have been intercepted. Totally outrageous. Against the Colts in a game the 49ers should have and had to win. Um, the fact that Kirkpatrick got run over by Eno Benjamin against the Cardinals, like just, he wasn't a competitive player. and, and so Not what you want not what you want. And, and you can point to those sit, those moments of the season and say, well, that was a very large contributor contributing factor to the 49ers four game losing streak to their three and five start, which ultimately led to them having to fight into the playoffs. They had a very tough battle through the playoffs in part because they were a lower seed, which was a product of them losing all those games early in the season. So right. you, I, you obviously don't want to be in that spot, and you want to upgrade that position and feel good about the depth that you have. Maybe it's bringing back Dante Johnson. I know, you know, he's not the best player in the world, but damn, man, like that guy has been valuable for the 49ers. He's been, but, he can play inside and out. Like they need somebody who can play inside and out. And maybe Lenore is that guy too, but he needs to get a lot better than he was last season. But if Dante Johnson is your fourth or fifth corner, that's good. Like that's, that's a good thing. He can play special teams. Right. And if, yeah. if you have two corners get hurt, it's like, yeah, you don't love Dante Johnson starting, but it's also probably not going to be a disaster. Although Philly in 2020 was a little bit of a disaster, <laughs> but, but you, like I said, if he's your fifth guy, not a lot of teams are like, yeah, if our fifth guy's starting, it's fine. Right. So if they can get to that point where it is Dante Johnson is, is bringing up the rear on the depth chart, and it's Ambry Thomas and Emmanuel Mosley and possibly Diamador Lenore, and then pick a free agent or two or a draft pick and a free agent or whatever it is. I think that puts them in a lot better spot, but I also don't think that I just, what's the word? I, I don't think they're going to necessarily prioritize it. 
Like we sit here and if I think, I think if you're making a list of offseason needs for the Niners, it's like backup quarterbacks on there. Maybe some edge depth is on there. Interior offensive line, depending on what happens with Lincoln Tomlinson, but cornerback is in that group. And I just like, they pick 61st in the draft and let's assume they stay there. Do you think they would take a corner at 61? There's a guy they like, yeah. Uh, see, I don't. Yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't. Um, they've passed. I mean, they've passed on cornerback. I mean, I, I mentioned it like the, every year. The, the, the cornerback <laughs> that that this regime has has drafted the earliest is Witherspoon. So, yeah. you know that that was he was a third round pick, and Tavares Moore is a third round pick also, but. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, but I, you know, it's it's an important spot. I like if there's if there's a really good guard or a center, uh, interior offensive lineman or an edge defender, mm-hmm. all caps edge. Um, of course, always all caps. Or even a receiver that Kyle Shanahan really likes, like that wouldn't surprise me at sixty one. But taking a corner at sixty one would be super justifiable, in my opinion. I agree. Because I, I think Emmanuel Mosley's good, but do you want to pay Emmanuel Mosley? Like, if Emmanuel Mosley plays well this season, then you're looking at, all right, he's a veteran, he's played well, he's been a starter on some good defenses. He might be an 8 to $10 to $12 million a year guy. And do you want to pay Emmanuel Mosley that? Or would you rather have somebody on a rookie contract for the next three seasons after this year that you feel as good about as, as you do Emmanuel Mosley? Because these are the type of decisions the 49ers are going to have to deal with because they're after Nick Bosa and Debo Samuel sign their contracts, they're going to have so many guys on enormous deals that they're going to have to fill in the margins with guys on rookie contracts. On the other hand, we've talked about the cornerback position before, and you talked about the value of having a guy who could play inside and outside. That could be Mosley. Like Emmanuel Mosley is capable of playing in the slot. And if he emerges as a bona fide NFL starter at outside who can also kick inside if, you know, Ambry Thomas or, you know, draft pick A from this year. Or Casey Hayward. Or Casey Hayward comes out to, not Casey Hayward, that, that gets away from my point. But okay. <laughs> if one of these young, if Diamador Lenore and Ambry Thomas both turn out to be awesome outside corners, and Emmanuel Mosley does the same, and you can kick him inside, and you have Ambry Thomas and Daniel Orlando. I'm not saying that'll happen, but just the 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 value of the cornerback goes up, obviously, if he can play multiple spots. You are a bona, I, a bona fide user of the word bona fide. Mm, damn, <laughs> I have crutch words. What do you want from me, man? No, it's all good. I respect it. He's um, a if he is a real life fucking NFL corner. Whoa, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I get I get what you're saying. I just I just had to point that out. Well, now uh, I'm going to have to dig into my bag. Right. No, I every time you say bona fide, I think Lance Erline calling uh, Colton McKivitt a bona fide dirt dog. <laughs> because there's yeah. no other kind of dirt dog. Like it's no, it's there's not a half ass dirt dog. Yeah, you can't be an unbona fide dirt dog. That just can't. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's I just hate saying spot. legit. That guy's right. legit. like a real, real life. Like, uh, yeah, I and mean, we, we can workshop this off air. But solidified, bona fide, qualified, unquestioned. Yep. 
this is yeah. good Experience. we'll come up with a word bank yeah yeah um so yeah i want to be a bona fide alpha is there a position <laughs> is is there a position that we've talked about more outside of quarterback than cornerback on this team may mm, nah i was gonna say maybe receiver but no not a, not in terms of like this is a need yeah and it's, it's just you know, it's it's not been different since 2017 like the conversation has been the same like all right maybe these guys but they need to get better there even when in 2019 when they had the best defense in the league and arguably the best pass defense in about a decade and you can make mm-hmm. a statistical case for it the cornerback spot opposite Richard Sherman was kind of a revolving door, mm-hmm. right? It was Akella Witherspoon who started the year and then got hurt and then struggled to win his job back. And Emmanuel Mosley came on, became the starter and Witherspoon came back and played a little bit. And then, you know, it was Emmanuel Mosley ended up playing in the Super Bowl and being the main culprit on the third and 15 play. Right. And then, you know, like, as good as that pass defense was, and it was the best in the league, cornerback was still an issue, mm-hmm. which is just weird. But I get it. I mean, and the thing is that's unique for the 49ers is that they're in a division where every single division opponent has elite receivers. Bonafide elite receivers, you might say. Oh, just silence. Silent treatment from Kyle. Say that. Sorry. Say that again. Every division where every division opponent has elite receivers. Yes. Yes. You have DeAndre Hopkins. You have Cooper cup. You have Odell Beckham. You have DK Metcalf. Yes. And uh, what's his name? Who always destroys the Niners with the Seahawks? Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. Yes. So, Yes, but to expand on that, you looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, wait, I got I dude, (laughs) you said every team in the division and my brain (laughs) went immediately to like, because we had that conversation going into the playoffs was like every team they're going to play in the playoffs is is going to have good receivers, whether it's Dallas or whether it's Tampa Bay. Um, we, we just, we knew they were going to run into that. So where my train of thought launched off to ADD style was like, is there a team that just doesn't have awesome receivers at this point? Like, like most contenders, so many, most contenders there, have awesome. Receivers. There are so many good wide receivers in the league. Yes. Including in the NFC West, maybe more so in the NFC West than any other division. And if you're going to pay Nick Bosa, you would love to make his job a little bit easier by having good cornerbacks so he's not the sole reason you're able to defend the pass. Yeah, your your solution for the secondary this year can't be like a fourth or fifth round pick and Steven Nelson in free agency and then some edge rushers. But yeah, I'll figure it out. I that's it's going le- it's going less and less like football and the NFL and offenses are evolving so fast. It's just becoming less and less the case that you can get by with mediocre cornerback play with a bona fide top end pass rush. Nice. I like that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I have, I have PFFs uh, like 
the Niners cornerback situation up on PFF. And like Josh Norman allowed a 123.4 passer rating when targeted. Trey Kirkpatrick, 144 passer rating. Ambry Thomas, 124.8. Lenore, 121.1. Oof. Our guy, yeah, Dante Ama- Johnson, who played well, 112.1. Right. Emmanuel Mosley was like their best corner, and he was very average. I think he was better than average, but like he's he's a good starter. Right. He's a star. Yeah, he's a, he's he's a, a solid average star. I'm starting not going to say corner. the B word, but he's he's a solid starter. He's an average starting corner. Yeah, and that's what you want, and that's what you hope Ambry Thomas turns into. But that's you just need you need reinforcements, right? Because you just Emmanuel Mosley's missed time with injury, right? He's he's missed time with injury since the start of his career. I think they sign a free agent like Casey Hayward. Uh, Steven Nelson's the name I brought up, and maybe one of those guys beats out Ambry Thomas for a starting job. But if they don't, you feel a lot better about them as a depth piece. And then I think they draft another player. Diometer Lenore feels like a little bit of a key to all of this, too. Yeah. If he can play, it helps them a lot. Oh, DJ Reed's another player I think they should bring back. Yes. I think how they do on at cornerback in free agency depends on whether or not they can trade Jimmy Garoppolo before yeah. March 16th. Yeah. I agree. So, because ultimately, I think Lakin Tomlinson is going to be yeah. they, they can restructure enough room, apparently, to bring back Lakin Tomlinson, even with Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster. Jimmy Garoppolo is off the roster. Then I look at cornerback and then, OK, maybe they can make a play for Stefan Gilmore and offer him twelve million dollars a year. Sure. Um, but I, if Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the roster. Then it's like they're probably not doing a whole lot in free agency aside from being, bringing Dante Johnson back for a few million bucks. And then they're going to draft guys and bring in undrafted free agents and things like that. It feels like we're barreling toward another season where we look at the roster going into OTAs and go, wow, they didn't do enough at corner. They really need Emmanuel Mosley and Ambry Thomas to be awesome. It's tough to beat out Cassius Marsh. That's a great point. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to get out of here. Yep. Subscribe, rate, review if you have not done those things. We'll continue our look ahead to different positions the 49ers will need to address in free agency we're recording this march 3rd we are inside of two weeks until the league year officially begins so kind of a lightning round we can go lightning round position by position i like i'm in all right we'll make it producing on the fly yep subscribe for more positional breakdown yep and And mental breakdown and and review (laughs) bonafide mental breakdown on the pod (laughs) see you guys see you Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.